0: Welcome to 4th and 2 Strikes. I'm your host, Cole Laney, and I'm back today with the week one review. A little bit delayed, got caught up with doing some other things, but I'm here about an hour before kickoff of week two. So I'm going to go through my week two or week one review, and I'm going to instantly post next the week two preview. So look out for that episode. All right, let's start at the top here. So the first game of the NFL season was Bills at Rams. I had the Rams winning. Bills dominated the game. The Rams didn't look good. A little bit of a hangover looking, but, you know, I think they're still a good team. They'll be fine. They need to figure out some things on defense, and they got to figure out that offensive line. Missing Whitworth really hurt. The Bills looked ready to go and looked like a phenomenal team out of the gate. Vaughn Miller looked like a great signing. We'll see how he progresses throughout the year as he is getting up there in age. I missed on this pick, but, you know, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Two very good teams, and the Bills take the W. I'm fine by me. A very good team. And I have them being the one seed in the AFC for a reason. Next game, Eagles and Lions. I said the Eagles would win. They did win. Uh, 38-35. Game close. The scores closer than the game actually was. The Eagles dominated running the ball. They looked phenomenal. But the Lions ran the ball very well too. The Eagles defense didn't play as well as I had thought, but the Lions have played with a lot of heart, and that's what you expect under Dan Campbell. But overall, good performance from the Eagles. Everyone got a rushing touchdown. I think they're a really good team, and this showed how good they are and how they can dominate time of possession and run the ball. Next game, 49ers and Bears. I had the 49ers winning, but surprisingly, the Bears won 19-10. Conditions were horrible. Trey Lance didn't look good. He only completed 46% of his passes. He needs to be around the 58% at the minimum percent range if he wants to have success this year. Maybe Garoppolo comes in earlier than I had thought. I was high on Lance out of college, but I knew he was very raw, and he doesn't look like he's progressed too much since then. So you can only hope that he looks better this week. However, bad performance by the Niners quarterback-wise. I get it. The conditions, I'm not going to take too much out of it. But don't be surprised if we see Garoppolo student that we had thought. This roster is way too good to punt a season because they're testing out a young quarterback. Next game, Steelers at Bengals. I had the Bengals winning, but I had the Steelers covering. Steelers actually won. Oh, my God, what a game. 23-20 in overtime with as time expired. That game should end in a tie. My my God, that was an incredible performance by the Steelers' defense. The offense really couldn't get anything going. felt like the last three years. Trubisky didn't look too much better than Ben had the previous couple of years. But you know what? Steelers' defense showed out. We did lose TJ Watt, and he will be out for multiple weeks. So let's see how this defense looks the next couple of weeks without their best player. However, big win for the Steelers, hard loss for the Bengals, but you guys will be fine. You a tough matchup in week one. I think you guys will rebound well week two. The next game, the Patriots, the Dolphins had the Dolphins winning and they did 20 to 7. Man, that Dolphins team looked prepared. They look decent on offense, great on defense. This Patriots team, I don't trust the play calling. I really don't. I don't trust Patricia or Joe Judge on whoever's calling the plays. I don't I think Belichick's a bit out of the element at this point in the the way the current structure of the NFL is. So Phenomenal game plan by the Dolphins, and they did well, and I think the Dolphins are a good team. They might be a fringe playoff team. I have them being a fringe team. Maybe they'll make sneak in there, but good win for them. Big win at home, 27 against a division rival, Patriots. Next game, Browns at Panthers. I had the Panthers winning, but the Browns did win 26-24. The Browns, that's their first win in opening day since, I think, 2004, which is amazing that they haven't won that. They've lost 17 in a row or whatever it was. But... A good performance by said. I thought Baker would look better, and he came up at the end, but he came up short. The Browns drove down the field. The Panthers' defense, which I knew wasn't going to be too good, really uh, let it let it go, couldn't make a stop on the last drive and allowed a big field goal at the end by York, I believe his name is, and that was the win. So a uh, well-played game. I thought Baker would come on playing better. He didn't play well in the first half in particular good win for the Browns. It's a good way to start your season with a backup quarterback at the helm. Colts and Texas, I had the Colts winning. I'm giving myself a tie. They they tied, so I'm giving myself a tie because the Colts didn't lose, nor did they win. I don't know what the Colts are. They look a lot like they had the last couple of years. They get beat up on some bad teams, given the Texans are a bad team, but they didn't beat up on them. They looked bad. Then they came back in the latter half of the game, and then they missed a field goal in overtime, and Same old Colts is what I'm looking at here, and that division is looking probably like the worst in football, that AFC South, and the Colts might be the epitome of them or the Titans of the easily probably the worst playoff team that we will see this season. A lot like the AL Central in baseball, in my opinion. A lot of mediocrity. Next team up, we had uh, Saints and Falcons. I had the Saints winning, and they did, 27-26. The Falcons found a way to choke it away at the end, like they always do. They were up multiple scores with about 10 minutes left, and they found a way. Saints are a better team, better roster. I knew this would be a uh, well-competitive game. They are big-time rivals, and that's just what you expect when these two teams play one another. There's never going to be a blowout. So Saints come out with a big victory. Jameis looked okay at the end. He looked a little injured. Michael Thomas showed up, so that's big for the Saints, and I think the Saints— that's a good start to the year for them to build upon and have a good foundation as they move forward and progress through the season. Ravens, the Jets side, the Ravens and the Ravens did win 24 to nine. It was a blowout. No, the score Jets scored late, but I knew Joe Flacco wasn't going to move the ball. Lamar had some big time throws there. a no looker, a deep pass. That's what you'd like to see. If you're a Ravens fan, you want to see Lamar make plays with his arm. And he did. So, Big game for them. Ravens over Jets. Ravens over Jets. Pretty easy call, but I, I think it was a good game on the Ravens side, and the Jets still looked like they have the last couple of years. Not good team. Jaguars the commanders. I had the Jaguars give the upset but the Commanders end up winning 28-22. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, like he did last year through costly interception. And you know, I think he looked better. He, um last week than he did last year but you know what he's still young and he's going to make these mistakes and you know what? I didn't expect Carson Wentz to play as well as he did I expect him to make mistakes like he always does but you know Carson Wentz has one of those performances where he played well this week and he won't play well this week or last week and he won't play well this week it's simple as that so I can't be too mad about that one I picked the upset and uh, the favorite team ended up winning so is what it is Packers and Vikings I said the Vikings were going to win which is probably uh I wouldn't say it's surprising. Take there about an even line, but the Vikings won big twenty three seven. This is what I thought was gonna happen, or I don't know if I would have said it was gonna it be this big. But I thought the uh, the Vikings would win this game. They were had all the momentum. The Packers don't don't play historically well week one, especially with all these rookie receivers. We didn't you know who's gonna be catching the ball. It's a new offense. I don't think this was a good matchup for Aaron Rodgers, and he. Didn't look engaged. He wouldn't throw the ball to Christian Watson after he dropped that pass. Or, you know, Dubbs made some mistakes and he wouldn't give him the ball after that. So, overall, I think that was a pretty easy take, genuinely, to take the Vikings over the Packers. Even though you could argue the Packers have the better quarterback and a lot of the better skill position players. But Justin Jefferson toasted the toasted the Packers. And, man, does he look good. So, Vikings over Packers. At home, we'll see what happens when they go to Lambeau later in the year. Uh, Giants and Titans. I have the Titans, and a big surprise of day probably was the Giants upset 21-20. The Titans didn't look good. They looked rusty on offense. They didn't look necessarily great on defense. Their offensive line didn't play too, too well. The Giants looked buttoned up. And, you know, they didn't play great, but they looked buttoned up. And that's something they haven't been in the last couple years with Joe Judge and before that Ben McAdoo and Pat Shermer. They look good under Brian Dable. They look like a football team. And they Saquon Barkley looked incredible. They're starting to get the ball to their very, very talented skill players. So let your guys play and have a good scheme and don't look inept out there. And I think that's what the uh Giants did. And Brian Dable with a big call, and I think that sets the tone for the season was hey. We're going to go for it. We're going to try to win football games here where I've had enough of settling. We're going to go for it. And they did. And that ended up capitalizing. They won the game. So good for the Giants. Happy for them. I don't know if they're going to be as bad as a team as I thought. They look buttoned up for the first time they probably have since the boat incident in 2015 or 16. Raiders the charged. I had the Raiders winning because I thought it would be a pretty much a Raiders home game in um, L.A., But the Chargers end up winning 24-19. Derek Carr threw three picks. It's simple as that. He made too many mistakes. Herbert didn't make that many mistakes. So, the team that, you know, the turnover difference is the big thing about this. So, I can't say I'm too mad about that. Uh, Derek Carr doesn't throw three interceptions. I feel the result could have been different. The Chargers didn't really, they didn't play so much better than them. So, you know, it's a team that the turnover difference was the big factor. So, Chargers get the W, a big week one W for them as they head into a Thursday night football game in here in about 45 minutes. Chiefs at Cardinals, I have the Chiefs winning and they won easily 44-21. I This was a terrible match for the Cardinals. Chiefs play historically great in September, especially under Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Their offense looked phenomenal. They were distributing the ball to everyone. Kelsey looks good. Juju looked good. You know, it, it, Sky Moore played well. It's the, This Chiefs team is very hard to game plan for in the early part of the year because they have a genius head coach and they have the most talented quarterback in the NFL. Simple as that. They're going to be a very good team every single year in September because they had a whole offseason of the game plan for it. So the Sunday Night Football game was the Bucks at Cowboys. They had the Bucs winning. The Bucs did win 19-3. Obviously, the deck injury is pretty big news. Broke his thumbs. going to be out for a couple of weeks. The Cowboys looked awful. They looked really, really bad. They couldn't move the ball. This is exactly the thing I feared coming off that playoff loss and with the obviously uh, coaching limitations in Mike McCarthy. So Bucks losing to the Bucks being the Cowboys, not at all a surprise for me. Nineteen to three, even in Jerry World. Not a one bit surprised. Bucks look good as they have the last couple of years. And probably this, um, I don't know what's bigger, the Titans, or the Giants have said in the Titans, or this game, Broncos, Seahawks, I had the Broncos winning, and obviously you see how I have the Broncos finishing this year. The Seahawks won 17-16, but man, this was the game of the year for Seattle. They were as loud as I've ever seen them. This was their chance to boo their quarterback that had left them, which I didn't understand because he had given so much to the franchise. He's the franchise's best player, brought them a Super Bowl ring as their only one, took them to another. I don't understand the booing aspect of things. He, they, the Seahawks failed to build around him. And so it it is what it is at that point. So Seattle played their game of the year and the Broncos obviously looked like they were coached by a, or being coached by someone that is coaching their first game. They fumbled twice in the one yard line and came up with no points. And the stupid decision, not they try to kick that 64 yard field goal at the end was dumb. They, the Broncos beat themselves more than the Seahawks beat the Broncos. And it that it felt a little fluky, and I think the Broncos will be fine and just rebound quite well. I think the Seahawks do not get too high on this team and Geno Smith. This was the game they were all planning for. Wait until Week 8 in the dog days of this season. We'll see seeing why I Seattle being as bad as they will be. Well, that's the Week 1 review. Again, stay tuned for right after this. I'm going to be recording the Week 2 preview. So thanks for listening and hopefully you listen next time.